Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Careful making wishes in the dark, dark, can't be sure when it hit that. Love in the sides in the mean, mean time. I'm just dreaming of telling you. That is hammer. Hey, I'm Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels in 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Garcia and uh, not the week that we wanted to see or not a very fun week, this had to be probably, probably the, worst. the worst week in all angels podcast history it I would think because I don't remember ever losing every single game ever. exactly like usually you plan things out okay we'll do this when it wins okay we'll do that when they win but this week uh, we didn't do any of those extra <laughs> stuff because they didn't win so yeah, this had to be the worst week of angels baseball since the podcast started what like two and a half years ago it's uh, just a painful to watch i mean i will get into it i guess just because i guess we have plenty to talk about as far as their issues and problems and call it what you will but before we do that let's let's get a word in from our sponsor and it's a new season antonio brown is on the raiders that's right him and his frozen feet as i just found out uh Le'Veon you're bell, welcome yeah Le'Veon bell is with the jets so my my buddy josh is a big jets fan so I'm sure he's excited to have uh, Bell on the Jets. Odell Beckham is with Cleveland. They should be having a good year this year. The only thing that hasn't changed, where I'm putting my money down on all the games, and that's my bookie, is the place to bet on all football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least 100000 and that. And it only costs 100 to enter. That's crazy. Uh, all you got to do is pick five NFL teams against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge uh, cash prize pool. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that would have been good to me. My bookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most reward player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the under over on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. So join now and get up to $200 in free bets. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. Don't forget to use the promo code. And what's the promo code? Angels. Angels. Use promo code ANGELS when creating your account to claim your bonus. Uh, bet, win, and get paid. So visit MyBookie. So 
I mean, let's get into it. Like you said, dude, we usually do like audio clips of the home runs and, you know, big plays, whatever. Yeah. uh, Well, I mean, I guess this week hasn't really been too many highlights. Uh, It it was just just the the struggles continue from the week before. Right. Uh, Well, you kind of figure, though, too, um, playing against Detroit and and Baltimore that that was the time to take advantage of it. And if you struggled coming into um, like this weekend with, with Boston and then, you know, you have some other teams coming into town, um, it w- this wasn't the weekend to get right, I guess, if you want to say it that way. So um, the struggling continued with, with Cleveland and, and then obviously Cincinnati and, and, and the first game against Boston. But, yeah, definitely, definitely a tough, tough week. Yeah, so let's get into it. We recorded on Thursday. They didn't play that day, but they started the series in Cleveland. On Friday, the Angels lost this one 7-3. Uh, Taylor Cole was the opener. Rough outing. He went one-third of an inning, gave up four hits, four and runs. He walked one. He struck out one. Dylan Peters came in. I thought he did a serviceable job. He went yep. seven and two-thirds. Mm-hmm. He gave up eight hits. Only three earned runs. But when, when you go in already, you know, down after a guy pitched yeah. a third of an inning, down four runs right out the bat, yeah. it's pretty hard to it, do. It, it, I mean, for Cole, who has been um, pretty reliable yeah. for the month of July, and, and we'll get – to that in a little bit but um i mean yeah like you said a one-third of inning he went uh walk single 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 double strikeout and then that was his day so they weren't killing the ball it's just they were finding spots and he wasn't able to um i guess when guys got on maybe he started pressing a little bit but definitely uh not a way you want to start a series especially against a pitcher like um clevenger who went six innings we only oh, got yeah. one earned run so when they start playing these these good teams, these teams that are in playoff contention, you're going to need a, a, a really good start from the from the beginning to the end. So, yeah. So again, another just you hope that you're in the Angels. We're relying on Cole to go probably two like they have. He has been in the last what two three. Yeah, times but but well, even then, I mean, if he gives them a clean one, one. inning, that's still you mm-hmm. know, like you said, Peters went seven and two thirds. That's that's eight innings between two guys. So. Yeah. Um, the four the four runs really hurt. Peters came in, kind of saved the day. Yeah, he gave up three runs, but um, compared to what it could have been, if if he struggled right off the bat, as far as like taxing your, yeah. the bullpen and yeah. and using arms that you they didn't want to use, but um, the fact that Peters went seven and two thirds helped. I mean, it doesn't seem like it because of the box score, but, right, but it, it it helped at the time. That was something you were thinking. Okay, that's a, something positive to take right. out of the game. And you take out those four runs, it's a three three game. Right, and, the, and 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 yeah, no, no, and you're absolutely right. Yeah. And anything can happen there. Yeah. But yeah, it, it just sucked that it was it was kind of I want I want to say over, but you know when you're trying to get momentum for because you're on a, on a losing streak, dug you, yourself a hole. You, right you out want of that. yeah, exactly. Yeah. The last thing you want is to be down yeah. um, in the first inning. Yeah. Right away, right against a, a pretty tough team. So heading into Saturday again in Cleveland, it's just another loss. This one sucked because Felix Pena went down. He, he only went an inning and two-thirds. No hits, no runs, but, you know, the Angels, they only scored yeah. two runs this game on nine hits, so we're only just able to score two. But big news out of this one, Pena going down. Yeah, I mean, we'll go over the injuries and all stuff after we're done with this. But, yeah, Pena only goes an inning and two-thirds. Leaves with that injury covering uh, first base on a, like well you would turn into like a, a pitcher's fielding practice PFP so um, definitely not what you wanted to see from um, another starting pitcher going down you had Upton with the only two RBIs of the game um, Justin Anderson continues to struggle I mean he only went two thirds and gave up two earned runs so that's not a great ratio to have yeah um, but you know again just something else that when 
I mean, it's 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 Murphy's Law. What can go wrong? It seems like it has been going wrong for the Angels, and it's it just it sucks to see as a fan because you're like, okay, cool, let's get a little momentum, and yeah. then something else happens. I, I I've been watching these games now, um, kind of like I mean, I'm already I already know what this team is about, but at the same time, you know, you go into every game, you want to watch every single game with the with the thought that your team's gonna win you know i've been going into these games kind of like okay let's hope for the best and as soon as we fall behind or something like that happens it's like it's his angels luck this year you know right little yeah. doink hits here and there well it, yeah it, uh, it, it, like like the same thing like i said with uh, uh tyler cole it it was like three singles and a double and a walk that really kind of did him in it wasn't the you know grand slam it wasn't the three run home run it was you know base hits it was like death by a million paper cuts which is um as a baseball fan, you're like, oh, come on, just get this roll into it. Have them roll into a double play. You know, just something like that to kind of get you out of the inning and maybe mm-hmm. use the half inning to regroup. But, yeah, it, it, it was unfortunate the, the way that the, these two games, the Monday, the Monday or Friday-Saturday games went. So heading into Sunday, the Angels were hoping to take at least salvage the series, taking the game from Cleveland, but that didn't happen. It seemed like it, it's almost a recurring kind of thing if you look at this, the way this these six games went. It's kind of weird. Angels lost this one six to two, so they lost Friday seven three. Lost Saturday seven two. They lost Sunday six to two. Barria went three and two thirds, five hits, three and runs, three walks. He struck out six. But in this game, Angels really had no offense. It was two runs on five hits the whole game. Yeah, I mean, you know, people want to see these younger guys like Jaime, like Canning when he comes back, like uh, Barria, um, really get stretched out and and work deeper into games, but. When he gets taken out in the fourth inning because his pitch count's at 89, I mean, there's not much you can do. I'm like, yeah, you'd like to see him go three times through the lineup or whatever, but if he's only going to give you 90 pitches in less than four innings, um, your hands are kind of tied. That's a lot of innings in a short period of time. I mean, Shane, don't call me Justin Bieber, was the pitcher on the other end. He went the complete game through 107 pitches. So, literally, he went he pitched 18 more pitches than Jaime, but went five and a third longer than so. I mean, that just shows you what Crazy. that just shows you the, the maturity, way, the level. maturity level, yeah. and also this the being able to put pitches together and not you know having a guy down 0 2 and then let him work back to a full count. Like right. you have him down 0 2, yeah, maybe he gets the one two, but then you put him away or he puts the ball in play and he's able to get out. Um, I, when I looked that up, I'm just like, he didn't pitch that much more than Jaime, but yet he was able to go the whole nine innings and Jaime couldn't get out of the fourth. So but I feel that's a kind of a a recurring theme with these young pitchers the Angels have right now. And again, they're young, and were they supposed to be up at this time? Probably not. But due to the circumstances, they have no choice. But they seem to get their pinch count really high, really quickly, and and, and it kind of almost ties Osmond's hands, saying, "Okay, we're going to let him go five innings and throw 104 pitches." Like, no, because that's a lot of innings in a short period of time. 104 innings over nine, and 104 over five are two totally different things. Oh, for sure. So. Angels get swept in this one. We weren't able to salvage the the series in Cleveland. So they stayed in Ohio. They went over to Cincinnati on Monday. And Taylor Cole was the opener, and he got lit up, man. Again, one, yep. Yeah, one inning, five hits, five earned runs, a walk, and two Ks. Uh, the good news. Yeah. Um, the debut of, of a, Patrick pitching, Sandoval, a yeah. Patrick Sandoval, a yeah. pitching prospect that – um, was picked up in the Maldonado trade uh, just pretty much this time last year. And very he, young. Uh, yeah, he's, he's very young. Again, years old when we picked him up. So. And again, at this time last year, he was with the Inland Empire 66ers. Yeah, yeah and, we went down there and interviewed him. And then, and then finished the year probably, you know, the last couple of weeks with uh, – 
with Mobile. Yeah. Started the season this year with Mobile, then got moved up fairly quickly to Salt Lake, and where he's been this whole year until this point. Um, a young, a young kid, like he's a young kid. Um, again, it's probably someone that, if you had your way, wouldn't be up in the majors right now. But due to yeah, um, injuries, I mean, we'll get to the injuries. But after this game, after the game on Sunday, you had a bunch of injuries and you had to fill the holes. But um, he came up. He went five in a th- in five innings, only gave up two earned runs for a debut. But again, he goes five innings and he pitches ninety six uh, pitches. Yeah. So great, he was able to go five innings, but his pitch count was way up there. Uh, the eight strikeouts will do it to you. Yeah. But I mean, f- for a debut, not not bad at all for for a kid um, fresh out of AAA. No, he pitched very well, and that's the progression you want to get to the big leagues. And we, it was great to see him there. Um, like you said. Uh, the maturity level at, for these young Angels pitchers isn't quite there, but it's something that they're learning at the major league level. So hopefully as they progress, they'll get better. These are things that they're going to have to learn. Sandoval, to me, looked very good out there, man. He looked poised, and that's what you want to see, especially from a guy making his major league debut. Yeah, definitely a guy that from that think you think earned a another time around the rotation. Now with these young guys, again, um, part of the uh, maturing part of it is now once guys start seeing you a uh, – second third fourth time and they're able to get a book on you how do you adjust how do you make adjustments so him coming out and striking out eight's great but probably because guys have never seen him they don't know what he's really working with uh now that they're going to have film on him now they're going to have you know more and more stuff to look at you know obviously the more he pitches now let's see how he adjusts um kind of like what we were talking about you know on the friday game and then on this on this game on monday uh taylor cole really really struggling um, in that opener spot, and and just to kind of give you guys an idea of, you know, how kind of out of left field this is for the Angels, because some people were saying, why is he out there? Why is he out there? Why keep on playing him out there? Month of July, so we're talking about 17 innings pitched, two earned runs. Yeah, that's a 1.06 ERA and a uh, .182 batting average against. So great, great numbers in the month of July, and you know, a, a, a hero. Throwing that open the opening two innings of that no hitter uh, when they came back after the All Star game, um, the month of August again, two uh, only two outings, so he went an inning and a third, ERA over sixty. Ooh. That's nine earned runs in less than two innings. So um, something that you don't think can be ma- you know he pitched today against Boston. He was able to get out and got a fresh inning. So maybe that kind of um, Gets momentum going in the right way because obviously he has it over 17 innings, only giving up two runs. Is he that good? Maybe, but he's definitely not the uh, nine runs over an inning and a third. So hopefully he's able to get back towards the middle, maybe um, back to a guy that can open games for these some of these younger guys and, and put them in a good situation. Yeah. He pitched a one, two, three inning today, so that'll help his ERA a little bit. At least for the month of August. <laughs> yep. So. So they lost this game 7-4, unfortunately. The offense couldn't really do much there. Uh, Tuesday, they were hoping to get the split with the two-game set against Cincinnati. And they lost this one 8-4. Suarez, five innings pitch, gave up 10 hits, six in runs, one walk, three Ks. Um, <clears throat> just really not an outing. I mean, Suarez going for the he'll take the five, but again, it's just 10 Nin- hits, 91, runs, 91 pitches, pitches, yep. Yeah, it's just not – that's not conducive to winning games, right? It, it, and I think the big part of this too is that Angels get up quick on a on an Upton home run, uh, Upton home run in the first, where it's up three zero before anyone really blinks. And as a pitcher, you want to go out there and shut them down that next inning. You know, one two three, kind of maintain the momentum. But instead, he gives up three runs, and now 
you're going from being up three to tied, and now you're worried about your pitcher out there again because of kind of the pass and how is he going to react to it. So, um, you know, if that game goes a little bit different, if, if I think he goes one, two, three in that first inning, kind yeah, of builds, builds his confidence, yeah. maybe, you know, a little yeah. momentum. But, yeah, you get up to a quick start like that, you hope to maintain it and, and carry that because you are struggling. But, um, like you said, the five innings, but six are in runs, uh, 91 pitches. I mean, it's great to see these guys work three, four times through the lineup or three times through the lineup at least. But when their pitch counts at 91 over five innings, I mean, you can't really afford to do that at all. Yeah, so they get swept, losing all five games in the state of Ohio. Ohio was so, not great. Yeah, so they uh, they had Wednesday off. So today they played a game. The game's over as we speak. We just we finished watching it. They lost 3 nothing. Chris Sale gave up two hits the whole game. Yeah, I mean, Sale went eight innings, 13 strikeouts. Um, he's the he's the he leads the league in in case per nine. So again, when he's on, and maybe he was getting some help from the umpires. I'm sure enough of you guys people saw the saw the game to uh, notice that. But you know, it is what it is. Thirteen strikeouts over eight innings. Uh, Peters again got the start. Not terrible. Not terrible. Oh, six earned or uh, six innings, only three earned runs, which were pretty much off of two really bad pitches that ended up one one two run home run and one solo home run, but eight strikeouts. Um, but when you struggle like this, you you, you can't afford those mistakes, no. especially against a team like Boston. Uh, but, again, like we said, uh, Sale was just kind of on a whole different level, two hits over eight innings. Um, you know, I mean, at this point, you know, Peters could only give up one run, and that would have been enough the way the game went. So um, the offense has struggled, like you said, coming into this week. They scored three runs, two runs, two runs, four runs, four runs, but then no runs today against a really good Boston team. Again, another team that is competing to get into the playoffs, and you don't think that it's going to they're going to slow down at all because they need to win all these games going forward. Also, yeah, it's not it's just a rough patch for the Angels, and like we mentioned last week, we mentioned it at the beginning of the show, they kind of missed their opportunity to take a, advantage of some teams and put themselves. I think I made the math that the Angels would have lost going into the series against Baltimore and Detroit had they have only lost. Two of those games that have been 10 or 11 games over 500 right. heading into the stretch. Mm-hmm. Instead, they left that series, I think, what, two games over 500? Yeah. And now, now they're, they're under, under, so, under again. Yep. So um, it's, it's, it's a rough patch. But, again, like you said, things that you can't afford to do in these in games where you you need to win is happening to the Angels. They're just not catching breaks. And, again, catching let's L's. get into the news. I mean – Injuries, just, I mean, on top yeah. of everything else, this happened. More injuries. Yeah. Okay, so August 4th was a big day for injury news. Man, um, I saw that Twitter roll through and I went, oh, yeah. my God. So August 4th, the news came out that Felix Pena tore his right ACL in his knee. So, obviously, he's done. Dunzo. He's done, uh, which really sucks, too, because, uh, like we kind of mentioned before in all other podcasts, he is the only guy – in the rotation, we that shouldn't have said anything. Uh, right, we said uh, it. I jinxed it. Yeah, <laughs> this whole thing is cursed. Simmons uh, on a ten-day DL with a left ankle sprain. Griffin Canning on a ten-day DL with right elbow inflammation. I think honestly, and and, and we went to go see him at Inland Empire. Uh, he's just one. Simmons is one of those guys that is just gonna bare his teeth, just bite mm-hmm. down and play. Like he still has not been right yeah. since the injury. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but he's the kind of guy that is just going to do a it. A bit of a throwback. Right, exactly. Yeah. But he has not been fully healthy. And maybe now with, you know, the season kind of going the way it is, the Angels can afford to um, not shut him down completely for the year, but 
Put him on the IL. Let him take his time getting back because right now him out there isn't going to help anybody. Now you have um, other guys coming up that can get um, you know time at at positions that you you need to see. Um, so uh, Tovar played today, uh, and I think he played shortstop again. A twenty-seven year old guy, uh, he's still trying to kind of break out with the team. He played a little bit in the Cincinnati. He was. 0 for 3 with two strikeouts today. Um, but you get to see some of these younger guys play now that you, there's no really no need to rush back at Simmons or anything like that. Um, Griffin Canning, again, he went on the 10-day DL then with right elbow inflammation. He did throw today before the game, so um, we're recording this on Thursday. So Friday will probably be a big time to look at your Twitter, follow uh, Red Bollinger, friend of the podcast. Yes, I'm sure he will have an update as far as how he feels tomorrow and, and maybe his workout plan going forward. Um, I guess a good news, though, is that Andrew Haney is officially, they announced it today, is coming off the, the IL Saturday to play the pitch in Boston. So, again, um, any kind of normalcy they can get out of that rotation is be much, much appreciated, much uh, needed for this Angel team. But uh, I guess that's one of the good news coming into this week. But uh, a lot of injuries. Uh, expect to see a lot of guys coming up and coming down. Just to kind of, I'm thinking just to kind of get a – a feel who can play where and and how they'll do in the big lights. But um, Simmons again, left ankle sprain. No idea when they're coming back. They haven't even mentioned any ideas about it. And then obviously Felix Pena torn ACL out for the year. Um, yeah, it's just terrible. All these the Angels are going through a really rough patch. Obviously, like we said, I think probably the worst week in all Angels podcast history just because of the losses. But I wanted to touch on something real quick, and and it's obvious. Mike Trout is still doing Mike Trout things. You look at the game starting in Cleveland. On Friday, he went two for four. On Saturday, he went one for four. On on Sunday, he went one for four. Then it, in, on Monday, he went two for three. Tuesday, he went one for three. Uh, Boston, he went one for four. Today, he went one for four. So, and it, you look at Mike Trout, and in every game, he's got at least a hit, you know, and he just keeps piling up these oh, numbers. And, and uh, happy belated birthday. Yes, absolutely. Twenty Number 27 turned 20. 28. Um, but it's just crazy to me that, and I mentioned t- mentioned it to you off the air before we started recording, his stats now are better than his 2016 MVP season. Uh, in my, I mean, 38 home runs, 89 RBIs, batting 299. Yeah, he's, he is three home runs away from matching his career high in home runs with 41 he had in 2015. Um, you know, RBIs, again, his RBI total, his career high is 111. He has 89, 89. So, again, um, this is this is it's pretty crazy. Like, I, obviously, his average isn't where it normally is above 300, but, ah, but, he's, right but he's still doing everything else yeah. he can. I mean, offensively, defensively, you've seen how he's improved defensively, um, like in the Dodger game and just covering space in the outfield. Um, it, it, it's, it's crazy. And, again, just turning 28 – there was a list of most home runs before the age of 28, and he's, like, third behind, like, uh, these legends. I mean, these, these legends of the game. Mickey Mantle was on there. It, it was just crazy how he's been able to perform so well for so many years. It, it, it's crazy because look at discussions about it all the time. It's about players. Oh, he's not the best player. It's this player. It's this player. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's great. They can have a good year. Um, but show me when he does it for like a three-year period, at least a three-year period, because um, the big argument last year was Mookie Becks won the MVP. Great. Yeah, he had a, a better year than Mike Trout last year, but 
He's not having the best three-year span. I don't think anyone's had the best, a better three-year span, four-year span. Three-year span, nine-year span. You yeah. Look at, you look at his numbers. Rookie season, 30 home runs, 83 RBIs, batted. I don't have batting average in front of me right now. Oh, here it is. Batted uh, 326 his rookie year. His 2013 campaign, he hit 30. He had 27 home runs, 97 RBIs. He batted 323. 2014, he had 36 home runs, 111 RBIs. Won the MVP that year. Uh, in 2014, uh, batted 287. 2015, 41 home runs, 90 RBIs. He batted 299. 2016, 29 home runs, 100 RBIs. He batted 315. 2017, 33 home runs, or no, yeah, 33 home runs, 72 RBIs, batted 306. Last year, he had 39 home runs. Uh, he only had 79 RBIs last year, batted 312. And then this year, 38 home runs, 89 RBIs, he's batting 299. So the funny part is, too, uh, for his birthday. Oh, God, it's hilarious. Uh, for his birthday, Trent Rush tweeted something, hilarious. and he said he got this from a nephew, and then if you're like me, you play M- uh, uh, yeah. MLB The Show, and so, you know, you're always kind of looking at how so-and-so is ranked, and for some of these prospect guys, you just never know. I mean, the guys that I'm guessing that designed the show don't really know. To, I mean, it's all a guess. So this is his scouting report um, from the show 2011. Mike Trout, overall, C, contact, F, power, F. Fielding C, speed B. Your comments pot- are the best. The potential D, and so and then after underneath it is all. If he goes yard more than half a dozen times, be thankful. And then another one says, uh, a complete defender makes the routine plays. He can steal bases, but not as many as the game's best thieves. Uh, could be a decent regular, nothing more. So again, that this shows that's pretty funny. That popped up. I I, I had I got a good chuckle out of it because, you know, 2011, no one saw this coming. No one saw. This uh, this once in a generation, once in a lifetime star come through the through the system, but yeah, he's just doing unbelievable things. Un, I mean, yeah, half a dozen home runs—that's like a good, that's a good half a month for for Trout. So um, again, you know, as Angel fans, you kind of want to lean towards looking for something to, why to watch certain games, and I truly believe My that. Cat? Yeah, he is the reason, and he's a very good reason to have keep watching. Uh, to keep watching, definitely for sure. All right, so that's gonna wrap it up for us for the week in review slash news segment. We'll get a word from our sponsor before we do that. I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show, and rates them on a scale of zero to ten to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot makes a great deal, a yellow dot means a good deal, and a red dot means not so good deal. So use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. Uh, what are you waiting for? Use promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek Life's an event. We have the tickets. Hey, hey, what's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. 
And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. This is Hook Vicious. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And we are back. Again, thanks to our sponsors, www.epicradiotv.com, Groom Goon, of course, Sea Geek, and my bookie. So it's about that time of the show for a regular segment. And no, it is not the Curator's Chronicles. Wah, wah, yeah, wah. we need the... Uh, we need the uh, uh, the loser, uh, loser game show sound. It's the uh, the trumpet uh, or not trumpet? The uh, uh, what whatever. I was the never in bed. Right. The price is right. Oh, yeah, that was just a general yeah. kind of thing. Yep. The, the angels play it when they strike somebody out. But yeah. anyway, here you go. Poll question, Dan. Yeah. So every week we are on Twitter at Halo underscore Haven, and we'll put a poll question out there every week. <laughs> this time I got to it a little late. Usually it's on a Monday. This week was on a Tuesday. Monday was a fun day. I'll probably talk about it a little bit later at the end um, what I did Monday, but. Um, so this week, poll question was, other than pitching, because obviously that is the position of need for the Angels. That's not a question. Other than pitching, what position do they need improvement on this offseason? Um, catcher, left field, right field, or just infield in general? Catcher one going away, 64%. Uh, left field, 22. Right field, 3. 11 was infield. So um, how do you feel and how did you vote for the poll this week? I knew it was going to be catcher because – People seem right. to jump the gun on that position for whatever reason. And to me, it's it's an important position defensive-wise, offensively. I don't think I don't think any lineup in the major leagues you look at the catcher spot and the catcher is like it's a not, vital part. It's of their not. Offense, I think catcher other than really, Gary Sanchez. Uh, yeah, it's really overrated as far as offensive it, it catcher. Is. It really um, is. It's now it's all coming to defense and, and how you frame pitches and how right. you block a play. Now with if I mean, I guess sometimes it's not even an if, but when they do come to an automatic strike zone, whether it's next year or next five years, um, that framing stuff is going to be a little less important because it's going to be an automatic strike zone. Either it's right. in or out. Now you just need a guy that can then, balls. Yeah, then then maybe you see start seeing an uptick in uh, offensive catching. But as of right now, uh, I think defensive catcher is probably the main reason how you work with the staff, how you, like you said, block a wild pitch or, or stuff like that. But – um, yeah, catcher, I mean, Angels have really haven't had a decent catcher or, like, maybe close to an all-star caliber catcher since when. Well, Martin Maldonado had a really good season, won the gold glove. Gold but, glove. but even then, that was offensively challenged. Well, he, but. well, I mean, he hit 14 home runs that year, and to me that's a, uh, more than enough coming from the patch, catcher's position. But if you want to look at a guy who you, you saw in the lineup and, and you could say, oh, he'll come up with a hit, it's Benji Molina, I think, was the last guy that could – that you saw and said this guy can do yeah like coming up coming up yeah. you know two on two yeah, out and ben, you're like Benji. okay cool right now like the angels haven't had a catcher in a while that I can remember that's like oh crap okay here we go he's either gonna roll up into double yeah, play yeah. or or Napoli you know, was kind of the guy too yeah mm-hmm. that's true yeah but but even then too what are you talking strike like? out or pop up what are you talking about like five six years ago probably probably more now. more than that yeah, yeah. but so with again, him too it was strike out or pop up plus plus he was a douche um, <laughs> I went with infield because I okay. feel. I feel that the Angels, the Cozart experiment is done. Okay. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and the Angels are really looking for Cozart to be a guy in the lineup. 
really. Um, he, he's great defensively, but they, 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 they really they, they picked him up because of what he did that year in Cincinnati, and it didn't work. Now, but, that, but that's injury. I mean, you can't predict you, injury. No, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. But I think that experiment is done. So now, right. now you look at the infield and you say they they either stick with Fletcher and Rahipo. I I think Rahipo is a future at second base. But then you look is is Fletcher going to be your everyday third baseman? Starting third baseman. Honestly, I think at this point he's earned the right to have it until someone yeah. else takes it away. I, I agree um, with that, but but, but I, don't, I, don't, I honestly too now that um, Arenado signed that long term deal, there's not going to be a, there a, there's there not going to be a big Mm-mm. without a doubt signee at that position where it's like oh he's automatically playing third right. base. Like you might bring guys in to compete, right? Which is fine, but like I said, let them compete and whoever wins wins. But there's not like a, like if Arenado comes in, then yeah, you you put him there. But now that he signed that extension, it, it's they're done, so right. it doesn't really matter. Fletcher, on the other hand, I think he's earned enough. He's done enough this season. Of to, course, to, he's, to he's great. Continue. He's, he's great. But to continue with what I was saying is that so you're looking at them. Okay, say you do go with them. Well, then now you got to pick up. Do you go with the young youth like Tovar and and somebody else to be your backup? You still need now the guys that were were the backups that were filling in holes are the guys so now you need guys to fill in what's going to happen with la stella you know is la stella coming back is he going to be the second baseman are they going to experiment with him at third i just feel there's maybe there's a need there for if they don't go out and acquire a guy via trade like a, a corner third baseman or even a first baseman are they going to stick with dice because next year who's going to fill that bore slash bore slash pujols void there at first base is pujols going to play we got to remember now who's going to fill the position who's going to Who's going to bring pop in the lineup because Otani now next year is going to probably only bat twice a week. Well, I like Thice just because he, they are – he's super raw at third still, but you can see the, an, the, the Angels have a type. The guys that are playing one position aren't up, so the Taylor Wards aren't up. The yeah. Boers aren't up because they're they're super one limited. Yeah. Um, Thice can play third and, and first so, uh, respectively. Obviously, he's not the best. Obviously, he's not going to win a gold glove anytime soon, but he can manage. He can he – can, he can, Manage that position just fine, um, you know. Yeah, then you want to see maybe a Rojas come up and see what he can do. And again, right, Rojas. And I, I'm, I'm guessing you're going to see a lot of those guys get a lot of um, at bats uh, comes uh, to September call-ups. So again, we'll see how that goes. But I think infield you have a, a pretty good young young nucleus that if they keep on evolving and keep on maturing, I think they'll be fine. Um, yeah, you're going to have that first base kind of question mark, DH question mark. But again, if Thice continues to develop and he can play more than one position so when he's not playing first he can go over to third give a guy a day off or you know i mean obviously we've seen it now with this this season more than any you need guys that can play multiple positions because you don't know who's going down there's i mean it's kind of to a point where it's not if but when someone goes down so um guys that can play multiple positions definitely seem like a uh, a big big uh a check mark to this uh, management and to the organization, you know, heads, uh, the GMs, the right. scouts, and all that stuff. Yeah, it was just a uh, just a rough season period this year. From just this team was just this team was a I've said it a hundred times was the five hundred team from the very beginning and injuries. Obviously, I mean, injuries have decimated this. Inj- team. I mean, you look at the team and decimated this. When was I mean? I don't know if there's ever been a lineup where if you had. Trout, Upton, Simmons, uh, Cozart, like all your guys that you probably made. La Stella, I, like I don't think there's maybe tw- Otani. Well, no, not, even with not even with Otani either, because you yeah. got to remember Otani came in super late. Yeah, and and, and you probably haven't had your A plus lineup at all this year, and and, and, and a part of it is because of injuries, and part of it is just because 
maybe guys are underperforming, but for the most part, you have not been able to, um, you know. Yeah, and in the pitching, I mean, the pitching, I've said this before, you know, the even with Tyler Skaggs, rest his, God rest his soul, you have Skaggs, Heaney, um, uh, Berea. These are yeah, guys who are young. Young. You guys, the Angels were banking on promise. They were banking that these guys can elevate their game. And I think, you know, heading into this season, we were we were hoping putting our pitching staff in the hands of guys who have never really fully reached full potential. They were well, they mean, were basing it on potential. Right. And then when injuries started to happen, it got worse. So obviously, you know, I just I mean, and like I said before, this wasn't if, a, a, a if, championship if, if you had the, the way everything wanted to work out, if everything went the way it should have worked out, you wouldn't have uh, Suarez and Berea in in the rotation right now. You would have a, you know, Haney, Skaggs. You would have um, Cahill, Harvey, and then Pena. Those would be your five. And even if if you can just get average stuff from from paint or from Cahill and Harvey, you've been fine. You would have been totally right. fine. But the fact that all these injuries happened, you know, it brought it it, it rushed guys. It, and that's one thing you don't want to do is rush guys. I agree um, with Archangel Pins on that last yeah. point that they were banking on on a bunch of four and fives, which they were. No, I, I, I usually don't answer trolls, but I'm gonna go with uh, with Jason over here on Instagram Live. Now he said. You develop the players that are supposed to fill up, fill in for them. It's hard to develop them at the minor league level when they're coming up at 21 years old and pitching innings they've never pitched before. So they're learning at the major league level, and they're, you can't blame anybody for that. You really can't. That's interesting. Are you, you going to be that guy and going to blame the, and uh, the physical training staff because they're not doing a good job of training – uh, uh, or keeping these guys healthy, it's just well. And until you look at it, twenty-one years. There, there's a the plan. There's a plan in place. Like, and again, if anyone pays any attention to what Trout said at the um, extension press conference, or even other press conferences that he's had, or interviews with ESPN or other networks, he's always said one of the main reasons why he resigned with the Angels is the farm system. So mm-hmm. obviously, he realized that this wasn't the year. Maybe next year not the year, but he does realize that. You know, uh, help is coming, and you can't depend on that help to be here now. Like, it takes time to develop. It takes time to um, to mature, and it's not like a video game where you can go in and and change all the settings and make everyone like a ninety nine out of the, on the rating system. Like, it takes time to develop. So, there is a plan in place. I mean, there is going to be a lot. Of, I mean, look at this. And I, I, there was a question about it earlier, so I'll get to it. So I don't want to say too much about it, but this seems to go through a lot of changes. It's just playing it what it is. And you're going to see a lot of younger players, what you need in today's MLB. Yeah. You know, you go all out for Nucleus, Cole. Bro. You go you go all out for Cole. And then if you have that, that solves a big, big, big question mark in the team. And then if this team has Cole, granted, they're probably not in the playoff position they are. But at least you have an ace that can stop a skid like that. They don't have that right now. And it's not a manager. It's not a GM's fault. It's bad fucking luck. Not like, being I mean, able to get guys yeah. on the field to do it. It's yeah. bad luck. So, um I mean, we have a lot of young arms. Yeah, that got burned out because they are underdeveloped. Everyone throws gas. Yeah, yeah, you're one. Every, everyone throws. A, everyone throws a hundred miles an hour now at the bullpen. So, so who do you? You can't blame anybody for yeah. that. You you just can't. Right. Like, you just. Uh, and for happens. everyone, and everyone that's saying we need starting pitching, well, no shit. I mean, you ha- you can see the team out there. That's like you're not saying anything. No one realizes. It's like, oh, ding, ding, ding. Congratulations, you right. Captain Obvious well, over here. Well, here, here's the deal. I was, I was, in, I was, uh, 
We're in the question segment of our show now, by the way. But, you can't tell. Yeah. But I was having a discussion with somebody on Halo Haven, and they were talking about, um, they were talking about, uh, you know, the release of Harvey and and, and, and the signing of Cahill. And I said, how oh, you know, after one year, wash our hands. It's a one year deal. I don't care. Oh well, you they could use that one year those those one year deals to sign um, uh, Keiko. He's better than than anything we have. Well, of course he's better than anything we have. But now the Angels go out and they would have signed Keiko. Okay, they lock him up for two years at fourteen million each year. That locks up twenty eight million dollars. Again, they're playing the money. They're playing the long game yeah. right now. They're, they're not really. Locking, they're locking up twenty eight million dollars in money that they could use for coal. So the Angels are being very safe. And, which and, I'm and, fine with and then look at this to way: save money. Dallas Keuchel, right now, as we stand, three and four with a three eight six ERA. Like they, somebody's going to say, "Oh, still better than anybody." Than oh, what we're wow. doing. Okay, that's that's mature. Um, but still, it, it, it's it's a long burn. If if you honestly thought the Angels were in World Series contention, or even like, and we even said at the beginning of the, of the season. Everything had to go right for the Angels this year to make the playoffs. Had any has anything gone right for them this season? It's a whole different story. They're not a playoff team. They never were going to be a playoff no. team. They're not a playoff team yet. You want to talk to me about in two, three years when these arms are developed? Then that's something totally maybe different. Even, and maybe even next year, depending on who they pick. If they pick up Garrett Cole next year, if they pick up Garrett Cole and, and a, then maybe one, one other more, like two, three, four like kind a of guy, Gio Gonzalez type guy, to- like Tanner Warark. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Ryu, even though Ryu, I think is going to be way overpriced. But with Otani coming back and the development of Griffin mm-hmm. Canning, the Angels should look a lot better. And the, offensively, everyone stays healthy. Yeah, they can they can hit the ball and, and they again might pick somebody up. And again, knows. too, and, and th- again, in theory, you know, you have guys like Fletcher, like Renhifo, and like Thais that should be able to take a next step next year. Also, that can, that should be able to get better, but. Um, until that point, it's just kind of like, you know, uh, you just have to grind with it, and it's a long process. Baseball is a long process in the season, and it's a long process in building teams. There's no more, you know, mid-'90s Yankees that buys people and they win. No, like now everyone's gone smarter. Everyone's um, watching their money a little more wisely now and are able to build a team using young prospects. And granted, it takes a little bit, but everyone, everyone all of a sudden forgot about the 106 lost seasons the Astros had like on – three seasons back to back to back so if you're bitching and complaining about a 60 loss or not 60 loss season a uh you know 85 87 loss season what the hell would you have done if they lost 103 that's what i've been trying to tell these people that they could have gone with the whole complete tank job and if uh jason on instagram live thinks that an educated fan is is a fan that says prior brad osmus then you need to look at yourself in the mirror and and kind of re- <laughs> No, the funny part is though, like every every, every baseball person I talked to who literally follows baseball for a um, follows baseball for a living, all of them have said Osmus isn't the problem. It's, How it's, can you blame Osmus right. when he's putting so, guys? Out. He only has guys that he's available to throw out there. This team, the guy, the team, the roster they had wasn't going to make the playoffs from the beginning of the season. So why did why I don't understand I I really look I'm not a Brad fan I wasn't excited no of course not but I'm not you also I haven't got a fair shake I can't really freaking blame him for what's happening right now like I don't understand it'd be, yeah like, it would be different if, if again if if ninety percent of the team was healthy yeah if everything was a hundred percent and they kept losing games it's just I don't understand that I look bullpen I get help it. bullpen help real quick on Instagram live before we get to our first emailer bullpen help. Is so up and down. Look what the bullpen they built by just taking flyers on some dudes and having some dudes work through the system. Bullpen help is so, I don't want to say easy to get, but it's such a throw shit against the wall and see what sticks kind of deal. And that's all that bullpen is. Like, you see it from 
season to season, you look at one year's best bullpen to the next, it, I guarantee you, you won't find a bullpen that's back-to-back years. That's just how it is. So, Every single person has Brad Ausmus as a manager. You mean Tiger fans? <laughs> and even Tiger fans, even Tiger Edge, again, fans are fans, but if you talk to Tiger people that cover the team, that write about the team, it wasn't just Ausmus. It was the fact that they went on a fire sale. They they went all in on certain players because well, their yeah. because their owner was – uh, and I'm going to be frank, was going to die. And so they wanted to give it one strong push before he passed. And so what they do, they mortgage the future. And now what? When people go down, again, it's not about the 25-man roster. It's about the 40-man roster now. So when you look at a team, you can't just look about what's on the Angels. You have to look what's in the system. So when they when they mortgage the future away, guess what? They don't have anything to, to plug up, and they've made some bad signings. Again, so uh, manager position, I mean, you can say Brad managers. Is never a manager on the Dodgers. No, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. I have no idea. Yeah, okay. He, maybe he was in the system. Maybe maybe he was like, system, yeah, or something. But, but At the major league yeah. level. First email comes from Duncan Healy from Dead Horses, Alaska. He said, uh, that is all. <laughs> that, that makes that makes pretty good. Frustrated. Yeah, I'm frustrated, but I'm not going to let it ruin my life. So um, then I'll go one now okay. from Instagram Live. So this one is going to be from, can you see that? The BRY Bray Ray. So this guy, if you don't know who this guy is, he's actually pretty cool because, short story, he's actually the guy designing all the um, big fly gear for Victor Rojas. So he's he's actually a a pretty cool dude. We talk, I talk to him every once in a while. Um, What's a realistic way for the Angels pitching staff to compete at World Series level? Sign Garrett Cole. Well, two year plan. He's saying two year plan. So at least he's giving it at least a little bit. Um, Two year plan again. You sign Garrett Cole. And you hope these young guys take the develop. Canny becomes a solid, solid number two. Um, you know, Haney competes for that number two, number three spot. And then you hope Brea and Suarez, Patrick Sandoval, Patrick Sandoval. Then you get three, four, five, and one of them comes goes down. Then you have someone like a Patrick Sandoval that can fill in. So I think the number one you think you have to do is 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 sign Cole, have Otani have a full season throwing, and then that second year, if these guys are taking steps that, the way you want then, yeah, they can compete at, you know, obviously a World Series level is kind of high up there because you got to see what other teams do. But the good thing is, though, god damn, Father Time has to win sooner or later on Verlander. He has to be taking a – I mean, I don't know if it's going to be next year or the year after that or if he's just going to be like Tom Brady and, and throw until he's like 44. But sooner or later, he's going to be taking a step back, and so you hope in two to three years that's the time he does it. And then these younger guys that are going to be 25, 26, 27 can step up and be that – the core of the pitching staff. Ryan on Instagram live. Let me scroll that down real quick. He said, when are we, when are we signing Jay's number? After Salmon. After I'm Tim getting, Salmon. That is so, that is, that's, we can do a podcast about that later. Okay. But yeah, that's next, bad. Next one comes from Trevor Billings. And again, he emailed us at allangelspodcast at gmail.com. This has got to be the worst stretches as far as losing the Angels have had in a really long time. Do you attribute that just to injuries or is it more than that just that i'm with you guys when you say this team is a 500 team but where it's headed you're going to be well below 500 mark do you see them making a run to finish above uh no maybe like it's like okay if it's 500 is that is that a push <laughs> I, I, mean, would, I would go 500 going right now i would go 500 just because you know i think sooner or later everything everything equals out and my thing too with this is you know, the Angels are flying high after the Dodgers series, winning all these games and stuff like that, which is great. 
But when you fly high, there's going to be a, a, an emotional kind of letdown, emotional dump. Um, I just, I just don't see, I just don't see why people are shocked by this because listen, they're playing out of their heads. When they play the Dodgers, they're playing out of their heads. They, I mean, they're playing above what they normally do. And with everything with Tyler and 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 that emotion, I mean, it probably feels like they've played three seasons already. Yeah. I mean, just for the emotional up and down, the yeah. emotional stress on you know not only on their body but on their mind. I mean, I don't know. I mean, people can complain about this, but I could have swore there was everybody out there. There was everyone out there when when once Tyler passed, everyone was like, I don't even care what the season happens. I don't even care. This is, and then people go back to like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? It's like people realize that these guys did lose someone really really close to them and they're going to struggle because of it it's just the way it is and it's like if you guys think these guys are fucking robots and can turn that stuff off then whatever you know but i until this point i just i just don't see why people are shocked by this team struggling a little bit right now because emotionally they are just tanked they're drained and who can really really blame them yeah um ryan said why not retire Salmon and Anderson together. No, I think Salmon deserves his own day to sh- to shine, man. It's Mr. Angel. I feel. Look, I know that Gary Anderson broke a lot of his records before he left and and held a lot, but Tim Salmon is Mr. Angel and deserves. They, his own well, day they in both the sun. they both deserve their own they, day. They yeah. both deserve their own day in the sun. Yeah. And this one's going to be a shot at our buddy Chris Ryan Baltazar. Baltazar, any good Riverside swap me tips? Take, we we don't have any. Take Chris with you, or maybe Chris shows up for a podcast and he can give you his tips <laughs> on his own. So we have nothing on Bro, that. Oh, I got something. Okay, there you go. Because I've gone with the curator. I've gone by myself. Don't find shit. I've gone with the curator. Keep going back and forth. No matter. I mean, walk by the same aisle six times. I guess. Cause well, he's always said too that you're not. You have to go. It's, it's about volume. Yeah. You have to go a lot. For every time he posts something crazy good, there's probably like another like five times where he doesn't where he post didn't anything. Post anything, yeah. Right. He has, his stretches, much like the angels yeah. do, I guess. Uh, last question on the email: It's allangelspodcast at gmail.com. Comes from Jason Greenbaum. Sad face. Just a bad week all around. As soon as they started to lose those games, then they all started to fall physically. Any chance of seeing Adele in September? What do you think? September, maybe. September, maybe. Before September, no. I think. What they should do is not at all. But what That's I think, what I want, I I I, 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 I think really I, I don't, don't think they should I, yet. It's just rushing them um, for what? Yeah. For what? Um, service time for one. Yeah, um, and then two. I what I think they will do is have them out there September call ups again. The B season is over September third or September second, somewhere around there. So at that point, they could bring them up and at least keep him doing something with the team. Otherwise, he goes back to his camp and, and works out on his own. Um, but definitely not before then because he doesn't do him any good to come here and play a fourth outfielder when he could be at the Bs and consistently, consistently get at-bats get at yeah. and everything like that. Just continue to develop. Yeah, exactly. So and kind of going off of that, we had another uh, Joe question here. Um, Olorenzen Zoo on again, we're on Instagram Live also. Joe Adele went 0 for 6 yesterday with five strikeouts. Do you, do you see this as a concern in the major league level? No. No, he is young. He is learning. He is learning on a different level right now. You're going to have games like that. Oh, everybody has them. You're going to have, had you're gonna have game, games. You're going to have games like that. Again, um, that's just, and again, it comes down to the player. How does he. How does he bounce back from that? Does he go, you know, another over or anything like that? But no, I wouldn't. Again, I wouldn't be too concerned about it. He's learning to pitch. He's learning to hit against guys that 
are more than have more than likely see, been in the major leagues. Right, and to be and to be one hundred percent honest, he's already ahead of where he's supposed to be. He's oh, at Triple yeah. A, and at twenty one, what about to be twenty two? Yeah, exactly. He's I don't way, even he's, think he's, he's twenty two yet. He's really, um, he's really, really. There, there's he's in Triple A, and there's guys at, at Class A Inland Empire who are older than him. Right. So, yeah. I mean, so no, I, to me, don't bring him up because there's no need to. You're wasting service time. And remember, every time a guy gets called up, the service time starts. Like, here we go. So it starts from the time you call him. So if they're able to kind of withhold him a little longer, it adds a couple more years to of service time where he's able to the, – the contract, the arbitration, stuff like that. There's a lot that goes into it, guys. And you don't just waste all that just to bring him up for games that don't really matter when he could develop at the AAA level. So next one, it's a little fun one. Um, <laughs> long dog, I think it's a long dong nine oh nine. Long dog nine oh nine. Personal movie preference: Angels in the Outfield or Angels in the Infield? Whereas personally, I didn't even know they made a sequel. I didn't know there was an Angels. I didn't know they made it in the Infield well, too. Angels in the Outfield because that's why I brought it up. I'm in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so cool story about this guy. He actually hit me up at a Sixer Sixer game last week. Whoops, wrong button on the Instagram live. Um, and so for people that ask all the time, we post pictures. We have a Tyler Skaggs button that Chris made. Um, I, I saw and, and, and John helped out with that. I made a lot. And we got a lot of feedback. People love it. People ask if we can send them. The deal is with those guys, and again, people listening on, our, on the podcast and on Instagram Live right now, we are not selling them. We are not shipping them out. If you want some, just come to a game that we're at. I yeah. mean, we're always going to be at you know a 66er game, Angel game, something like that. And we post – um, because uh, I can't read, that's why. Um, people always post like, you know, can we have some? We'll post when we're at the games. Yeah, yeah. I, right now, if you're listening to the podcast and it's Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, I am going to be at the Illinois Empire 66er game Saturday uh, night, six o'clock, first pitch. I will post. If you guys are there, great. Hit me up. I'll give out what I have. Again, we don't oh, have a ton of them. Yeah. Also, guys, I I hate to sound big time or whatever but one per person like we're, I, I i don't want to give you four because you want to give one of your sister have your sister come to me come to us because i don't think i we want to we want to be able to share the memory of tyler we course so everyone who's there and asks asks us for one we want to be able to give them one and so you know just one if you come then i'm giving you one if your husband's here then here's your husband if your wife here's your wife but i'm not giving you three or four to take to other people. I, I know right. I, I don't right. want to sound no, it, right. no, no. but it's so, just uh, again, we want to be able to give them to people. We'll post or you know, I'll be at I'll be at Saturday's game again at 66ers. I will be at next Saturday's game. I think it is the 17th against the White Sox if I look at the calendar right. I'll be at that game again. If I have extra, I'll post when we're there at Angel Stadium and we yeah. can meet up, we can do something or whatever, but again, we don't mail them out. We don't we're not selling We're them. Not selling them. So again, that's we've had a lot of people hit us up on here on Instagram that have said, you know, uh, I'll buy one. How much? It's not about us buying it or getting money. We don't want that. We just want to be able to give you guys something to honor his memory. And we just, I think, we don't want to make money off of it. That's just not what we do. And people are like, well, "How about you make money and donate it to charity?" No, I, we just want to give it to you here. I already donated to charity. Have we it. shouldn't. Yeah. There shouldn't be a reason to do go it. and just donate yourself. But we just want to give you guys one because we want to honor our friend's memory, you know, and that's that's pretty much it right there for, for that. All right, next one. Do you think the Angels will try and trade Upton nope. once Adele is ready to take outfield spot? Um, it's hard to trade him. This is Steve underscore 
Tava underscore. Um, I think, and I, and if you could have your way, then yeah, you would. Well, but, but 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 realistically, not it's not going to happen. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got dude. he signed a five year deal. It's for pretty big money, okay. decent money. Yeah. No one's going to pick that up unless the Angels pay. Ha- and either way, you're going to have to dump it. Lo- you're going to yeah. cut losses. But if you, fig- I figure it this way: in two years, Pujols is gone. Then he slides into that Pujols yeah, role, and he's exactly. a DH. Yeah, he splits time with Otani. Yep. So just so after the 2020 season, you have Simmons is off the books, um, Cozart's off the books, Cole will be off the books if they pick up the season or pick up his option after end this season. So again, there's some question marks you have to think about there. And then, like you said, the big one at the end of the 2021 season will be Albert and his 30 million dollars a year. But then you have Upton for one more year. But like if you look at the 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 list of guys that are guaranteed on the on the team after 2020 you have trout you have Pujols, you have upton that's it everyone else is either going to be a free agent or is an arbitration or is uh, uh pre-arbitration so those guys can come and go you don't, and those ones don't really cost you much so kind of like i was saying earlier the next couple of years the team's gonna look a, a ton different a ton yeah. different so again that's something to look out for um let's see we got another one here Hypothetically, wow, your your username is really long. Sorry, but that's going to be a hard one to do. Yeah, okay. Hypothetically speaking, if the Angels get Cole and Otani has an eight plus win season, do you think they have a shot? It's super long, so I can't see the rest of it. Have a shot. Okay, I'm going to guess a shot at the playoffs. If they do, yes. At the playoffs, yes. Um, again, World Series, I think once you get in the playoffs, it's kind of a crapshoot. It's kind of a, a, a... A lot has to go well. Yeah. Um, we'll see. There's only time will tell. Yeah. So, um, again, thanks for the people up on our Instagram live. Again, Instagram, uh, Halo underscore Haven. Check us out. We will, you know, we do this live while we do the question part to see what you guys think about um, uh, what's going on with the Angel season. So, uh, those are all the questions for the emailers, and that's all the questions for that. Allangelspodcast uh, at gmail.com. I think, and, and real quick, though, I want to shout out, and you guys know our relationship with the Inland Empire 66ers. Monday um, was pretty cool. I actually went out for uh, the 66er golf tournament uh, that benefit uh, Loma Linda Children's Hospital. Um, if you are a golfer and you're an Angel fan, um, you know, and you can afford to do this, because I'm not going to lie, it was a little pricey, but if you can afford to do this, do it, because I had so much fun. You're there with the coaches. You're there with the front office people. You're there with, like, my partner was Steve Went. And if you listen to the podcast a lot, you know who he is. He's the voice of the um, Illinois Empire 66ers. And he has stories. And it was super cool to see, super cool to hear. I mean, all the free little perks you get throughout the tournament was awesome. So definitely, if you guys are um, available to do that next year, again, it's usually in early August, but again, do it. If you're a golfer, you like golfing, do it. It was an awesome, awesome time, if, and, it, and it benefits charity. Uh, again, like I said, Loma Linda Children's Hospital, and, and the big, big extension, if you're from that area, you can see exactly what they're doing at this hospital. So definitely check them out. Definitely, um, if you're a golfer, I, I, was, I would honestly um, uh, check it out. So, uh, yeah, so definitely shout-out to the Illinois Empire 66ers, and I will be there uh, Saturday for the game. Awesome. 
Young I Gun, double bobblehead. Ooh. Oh, the Berea and, and uh, Middleton. Middleton. I already talked to Middleton. Middleton might be able to hook one, hook something up because I said I uh, give him an extra one. Never mind. I was going to say something, but <laughs> he's hooking this up with something. We'll see what happens. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, cool. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Hopefully next week's a lot better of a show, a little more uplifting um, since we already got that last, um, this first game out of the way and it's right. a loss. So maybe hopefully the Angels will be able to win a few games and we can get some audio. Some highlights on this show. Some kind of clips, yeah. Maybe yep. the curator will come by. I don't know. Who oh, knows? We'll oh. see. He's the enigma. But anyway. I'm about to say, that's a longer shot than the Angels winning. That's just. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. All right. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up for us. I am Johnny Maggs. I'm Down Garcia. And you've listened to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. 
I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.